What is going on, guys, and welcome back to the Shoots and Jobbers Wrestling Podcast. It's been a while. I am your first co-host, Tom, or Talks and Wrestling, being joined live on Zoom by... Your boy, Sean Carraher. And Fergus Adderley. Well, no, nice to lay there, Fergus. Yeah, right took, he didn't realise that he was the final. the same room. It's a Zoom connection, you know? It's just Yeah, it took all of two episodes in a studio to be back on Zoom. Uh, UK's in lockdown again. We have no idea when we're going to be able to be back in the studio again. So we're just going to have to bite our tongues and get on Zoom again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it going is... so well in the studio. It was. I was so happy to finally get the studio. And it was like our like, best episode. Nope, you're, you're yeah. out. You're done. So uh, for yeah. the foreseeable future, it's back to just Zoom. Tom is... There's Tom and then there's me and Ferg. Fun fact, fun fact, Tom is literally down the road from us. However, because of COVID-19 and we are good citizens... He's not allowed in our house. Great. Well, okay. we'll see how well we keep to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not breaking <laughs> lockdown restrictions. Can I just say that to Speaking everyone? Of, uh, breaking news. No yeah, one cares. No one cares. Okay. Nobody cares about the coronavirus. All right, we, we should probably start it. off uh, addressing, obviously. Something major that happened last month. Uh, obviously, we're a bit late to examine recording the world. Uh, the tragic passing of Brody Lee former AEW TNT champion, uh, known as Luke Harper in WWE, sadly passed away due to a lung issue. Uh, very out of nowhere, there's been an outpouring of support and condolences from the wrestling community. AEW had their tribute show, which uh, was an incredible show. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched that, have you, did you guys watch that? Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Oh, and his little, his little son as well. Negative one. Negative Brilliant. one. Do you see he confronted Marco Stunt on like Yeah, it was so cute because they're like the same height. <laughs> also, negative one has been signed to a contract. So when he turns 18, he will be an AWS. Oh, that's amazing. He, 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 he has signed a contract with him. Ten years from now, Brody Lee Jr. versus like MJF will still No, did out. you see the thing? Who what was the kid who was at uh Mania? Nicholas. And it was it was uh I saw something like uh, match of the year 2030. Uh, Nicholas versus negative one. That would be sad. <laughs> <At Mania. laughs> anyway, um, I think we could go around and share some of our favorite Brody Lee memories, Luke Harper memories, uh, some of my favorite moments, matches from him. I always, uh, in fact, Moxley versus Brody Lee from Double or Nothing yeah. last year, I think was just a really underrated match. I, I always really liked that match. Just a pure brawl uh, and just proper fun. And I think in general, as short as his TNT title reign was, like what a good title reign that was, man. Yeah. The way he won it, just destroying Cody. Then he defended against Orange Cassidy in a great match. And even the way he lost it, he lost it to Cody in another great match. Just what a short but sweet title run he had there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I for me, as much as as much as I was I was so excited to see him come to AEW because it felt like this was only the beginning of of his career, really. Because you were like he did, he did good enough to be, but I thought he, he he had so much potential in AEW. However, my my go to John Huber match would have to be the Shield versus the Wyatt family. Yeah, that's the same oh, with me. In yeah. uh, was it was it payback? No elimination. It was elimination chamber in twenty fourteen. I believe it was fourteen. Yeah, that was the Shield would have been together. Yeah, it was what, just a ridiculously a good match. To, what a time um, that was 2014 yeah, yeah. he had a really, really good, yeah, the Wyatt family like 
had a really, really good, strong reign at the time from yeah. when they debuted all the way through to when they sort of, they were breaking up and then Randy sort of had that little thing yeah, with them. Braun was um, in. And then, yeah, I think I'll agree with Sean that my my favourite match with him, with him was the... Um, was the one at Elimination Chamber with the Shield because it was just two great stables at the time. Absolutely. Yeah, and awesome. she just put off a great match. And yeah. the White Family won, didn't they? Oh, uh, yeah, he did. He might have actually got the pin. No, it would have been Wyatt. It was Wyatt. It was probably really Wyatt great. Audience, that was all it was. But, I was also um, on the topic of Randy Orton as well. We are talking about how he was in the Wyatt Family. Yes. We, uh, leading up to WrestleMania 33, I think it was, we had a little taste of like Brody Lee in the main event scene. I mean, he faced... Randy Orton at Fastlane. Yeah. Oh, that was a really awesome match. Uh, and then he even nearly got into the world title match because there was a whole thing with AJ Styles. And everyone always said that it should have been a triple threat with Bro- with uh, Luke Harper in there. Because speaking from someone who was live at WrestleMania that year, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton was trash. And oh. Luke Harper being in there could have made it incredible. I mean, the Wyatt family would not have been the same without Harper. He was probably my favorite member. I mean, he also just, actually yeah. he had he beat Ziggler for the IC title, didn't he? He was IC champion at one yeah. point. Yeah, they had a really good ladder match at TLC. I remember. Shit, yeah, too. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I actually forgotten. Uh, and even him and Rowan their wars against the Usos for the tag titles in 2014. Like, do you remember? Um, do you remember in Extreme Rules we had the match with Dean Ambrose when? They were fighting. It was like a force count anywhere match. They were brawling and they got into a car and drove off. And then the, the show yeah. continued with the other matches. And a half an hour later, they came back and continued the match. I just kept beating the show. I checked the Wikipedia for that show yesterday. The match clocks in at 51 minutes because they drove <laughs> off and came back. <laughs> ah, Incredible. that's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, rest in peace, Brody Man. Yeah, so, man, he's up. He's up there with all the greatest wrestlers who've passed away over the last few years. Really. Yeah. He's gonna be fucking yeah, loving it. Incredible man! All Incredible. the titles are in 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 big place upstairs. He he's gonna be missed. He's gonna eat. He, surely he's got to be the first AW Hall of Famer. Yeah, I could see. He that. will be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, a I negative one will collect the uh, award for him. Don't know, I'm gonna it was just really emotional. And when uh, Redbeard came out, oh uh, well, Eric Rowan came out as well on the yeah. um, on the show that as well. So it, it just hit a spot because they obviously worked together for years after years after years. It's and, really and, cool that AEW let him come in. And everyone yeah. in the locker room really even said how much of a family man Brody Lee was. Because yeah. yeah. these people are on the road for... I, I watched a documentary and it was like 340 days you're on the road and you only see your family for these 20, 30 days, right? Um, and everyone just reminisces about their kids all the time, their family. Yeah, I think it's just an all-round legend, really. That that was the word. Yeah, yeah. One of one of my favorite right. stories to do with that was I think it was a uh, Xavier Woods. If you if you follow him on Twitter, he posted a lot. No, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Also Xavier, but Biggie posted a lot of um, you know like uh, stories about his time with with Brody or John, and he's saying that like whenever they were on the road and they'd leave to go home, Brody would always say goodbye forever because he wanted his time with his kids to feel like forever. Damn. That's all awesome. the stories. And I, I can't remember the last time I've seen like so many stories about a guy who just seems to... There's some really great stories. I think AEW retweeted a lot of them. If you want yeah. to scroll through their Twitter and kind of find some, there was, there was a lot of stories coming out. Really cool stuff. But I think we should wrap it up there. Rest in peace, Brody. Rest in peace. Legend of the game. Yeah. 
yeah moving on um what guess, is so, this episode about tell us this is even though we're now a week into january we're doing the 2020 end of year shoots and jobs awards we've done it we have or, or as, as as i think we can call them the jobbies the jobbies the job oh i was just thinking that in my head you know the do you know jobbies. what a jobby is do you know what a jobby is what a job no is? no a jobby in scottish slang is a shit i'm going for a job even better we're going for the jobbies let's go Welcome to the any, jobbies any yeah. Scottish fans out there we've got a whole list of categories here uh all sponsored every category is sponsored i've been in contact with many companies uh obviously being the managing director of shoots and jobbers self-appointed i've been contacting all these companies to get sponsors and they they came through you know so shall we begin this is definitely uh, copyrighted award show <laughs> yes sir. yes what is the first so, category tom also, we should explain how we're doing it. Uh, we're going to go through the categories, and each of us, all three of us, are going to nominate something for it, and then amongst ourselves, we'll decide what's the winner, and the other two are the runners-up. Yeah, great. So, the first category, the TNA Impact Board Game Worst Pay-Per-View of the Year. <laughs> wow. Okay, Tom, do you want to Who'd start, like to start? with that? Uh, what's your, what was your worst match of the year? Well, it's worst pay per view of the year. I said worst pay per view. My yeah. apologies. Yeah, What's your worst pay per view of the year. Well, I um, uh, Super Showdown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's not I much else to super say. Super Showdown as well. You said Just, Super we Showdown. Don't even need to explain it. What was yours? Yeah, mine was Elimination Chamber because I knew that no. you would probably do Showdown. Oh, so okay. I thought. Oh, oh. Elimination Chamber had. Some, we watched that together. We watched that. that was, was the first pay per view we watched together. It was good. It was really. It wasn't good. that bad. That Sammy had Brian versus Gulak on it. Yeah, it was a good pop. Chain but it the main event was bad. The main event was bad. The women's chamber, that was bad. Because yeah, Chain just killed everyone. It was okay until yeah. until uh, until Baszler didn't win at Mania. Mate, that had that had Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan. That was a really good match. Oh, that match was so good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, so the winner it just kind of game, but yeah, the the winner is well, showdown. winner is Super Showdown. Well, right, welcome, well done to winning the Jobby Super Showdown. Well done. Anyway, okay. um, um, what's our next? On to the uh, next category. If you guys want to hear this one, one of you is actually wearing the shirt that this category is sponsored by. This is the Forty Two's Nightclub Worst Match of the Year. Hell yeah. Uh, Goldberg versus The Fiend. <laughs> yes, I had that as well. I had that. Again, mine was slightly different. I went for Goldberg versus Braun simply because that was WrestleMania. Oh. Simply because I'm okay no, with no. it also being Goldberg versus The Fiend. Again, I just thought this was WrestleMania. I yeah, mean, I get what yeah. you mean. The fact However, that Goldberg went into WrestleMania as the champion. Can't, no. But no. the thing is... um. The Fiend and Goldberg didn't need to happen. Yeah, it didn't need to happen because The Fiend ended up getting the title back again, I'm pretty sure. He got it from Strowman at SummerSlam that year. Exactly. And then yeah, lost it that, related to Roman. That's just... So they could have put Braun versus literally anyone else at WrestleMania or Goldberg or like The Fiend versus Strowman at Mania. And then we didn't need that whole shitty SummerSlam thing with that weird match. You know what I mean? We yeah. didn't need, we didn't, we could have had that whole build up at Mania. I, I get that, and you are right, but the thing you need to understand is it's WWE. Do you really think they knew what was going to happen 
two months down the line, no. a month down the line. They don't have a clue. Fun fact, on Raw, the other, the last episode of Raw where Goldberg came out and challenged <laughs> Drew, back that was mind. decided on two days before. Jesus Christ. Two days it took them to be like, yeah, from nothing to Goldberg's gonna probably be true. That's, That's what I call be. long-term storytelling. Do we don't have a fucking clue? What okay, I think... So of course, uh, I want to stick with Goldberg versus The Fiend as the winner because at least with Goldberg versus Braun, it was meant to be Roman versus Goldberg, which yeah, is that's, one yeah, thing. That's yeah, and they had to change last minute because of circumstances out of control. And also, Strowman at least won, whereas The Fiend got squashed, man. That's so, true. That's true. The jobby, I guess, goes to Goldberg versus The Fiend for the 42's nightclub worst match of the year. <laughs> <laughs> big up 42s if you're from Manchester big up and the final uh, category in the worst section is the WWE 2K Battlegrounds worst wrestler of the year <laughs> oh, also I decided for this one that because we have like on the other categories we have best wrestler best tag team best faction this is open to all of that it's wrestler tag team or faction or whatever for the worst okay right. can so, I start please yep go ahead so ladies and gentlemen we had a tough year uh, with a lot of paedophiles, nonces. So I've got three top nonces in mine. But I'm going to narrow it down to my top nonce of the year, who is the worst wrestler and the worst nonce of them all. And thank goodness he's gone. Travis Banks, you win my award. You know, you know what's hilarious? I, I've been seeing... Um... He's been getting trolled like mad on Twitch because he started yeah, a Twitch stream. He's getting it, trolled it, like it. crazy. It was it was either um, Travis Banks or Velveteen Dream. Oh um, uh, yeah. So anyway, who was your worst? <laughs> My worst rest of the year was not was not caught up in a nonce scandal. I don't think, uh, and this is because I, I didn't. I decided to go for you can choose a million bad wrestlers, but I thought of choosing a wrestler who had potential. And 2020 could have been a good year, but it just wasn't for a certain Jake Hager. <laughs> oh, Jake wow. Hager because he wasn't amazing as Jack Swagger in WWE, but as soon as he left and went to AW, you instantly think, okay, this is a step up. This is a chance to act for something to actually happen. And oh, I didn't think that. But I thought I it was like... a chance. It's a chance because <laughs> you're at least going to a better nah. company. And then he joined the inner circle. I thought, okay, there's, you know, there's potential here. There is potential. He could be a big, strong guy in this big dominating faction, in this big new company. You know, there's a chance. Then he did all the MMA stuff, the UFC. That was he did good. really well. He's really good. And, I, and you're thinking, okay, so you have this massive guy. He knows how to do fucking MMA. He's unbeaten in UFC, right? And he is part of one of the biggest factions in the, one of the biggest companies he could have just been this big dominating destroyer and he just fucking wasn't. <sighs> he did nothing apart from that one bit that he had with Hangman Adam Page in the Stadium Stampede match. Where they yeah, this is what, that's what I was going to say. That's why I feel like we can't give it to him just because he was in Stadium Stampede. Yeah, it was just can't. that. That nah, was this one saving thing. But it has been 12 right. years of sh- 12 months. Anyway, of okay. You, you you ramble on so much when you talk about your nominations. My apologies. <laughs> All right. Um, Retribution is my nomination. No, I love they, Retribution. You've not they just had not a good year. They were, I've never seen a faction that right from the start they debuted, I just knew it wasn't going to work. No. Uh, Mustafa Ali, 
Mustafa Ali deserves so much better. He, that man is incredible. Uh, in fact, everyone in that group is really good. I mean, Mia Yim's great. Uh, Dominic Dajakovic, Shane Thorne, yeah. Dio Madden. They're all good, but <laughs> this gimmick, it doesn't work with the stupid names. And I think... I don't know. I think uh, I can agree with Tom because I don't think Anonce deserves an award. Um, I was going to say, I, I, don't, I wouldn't feel good about, even if it's the worst wrestler, I don't think they should be winning awards. No. Yeah. But you, you came from a good place nominating him because yeah. fuck Thank Travis you. I, I just wanted to do justice in the world. Yeah. And I feel like we can't give it to Jake Hager just because he was in the stadium stampede. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, I did not know until you said it that this could have been a faction. I didn't know that that could yeah, be a faction. Yeah, sorry so about that. If, it's, if it can be a faction... It is retribution. It's retribution. Yeah, yeah. It's retribution. The I'm WWE 2K Battlegrounds worst wrestler of the year award. No, you keep that. You keep that. To... I want you to say that. I want you to say that on the stream. What? Well, I'll tell you later. We'll find out later. What's the next category, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Retribution wins the jobby. Anyway, we move on to the the good awards now. We're gonna go from kind of the the more important award uh, awards are gonna be safe for the end. We're gonna start off with. The top 10 wrestling award of excellence in wrestling content creation, aka best wrestling content creator of the year. <laughs> oh my so god, so you're sponsoring you're your sponsoring. own? I, yeah, I got into contact with Top 10 Wrestling. He's like, Yeah, man, I'll sponsor it. Give me yeah. five bags, so, and oh, yeah, we did it. Okay, Easy. then if you're not the nomination, I want to know who you've nominated. Uh, I nominated Brandon Does Everything, he's a 2K YouTuber. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. He's actually made WWE 2K20 interesting, which is kind of mad. And yeah. I, I watch like every video he does, and I haven't watched like a WWE games YouTuber like this consistently in years. So, got to give it to him, especially because it's WWE 2K20, and that shit is hard to make interesting. But he's managed. Yeah. Sure, yeah. my uh, you what well, YouTuber content creator is YouTube channel called Wrestle Talk. Just simply because I started watching them this year and I just really like them. I used to watch like, you know, like Cultaholic and uh, Walk Culture and they're just not as good anymore. And I really like them. And then Adam Blampier joined them. And I just think it's, I really enjoy watching all their videos. I watch every, you know, they do like a five minute review of Raw, SmackDown, A-Dub, yeah. watch them every day. If I, if, I, if I miss Raw, I'll watch the five minute review. So yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to go for them. Um, I'm going to nominate uh, Sammy Guevara. He's got his own YouTube channel. He's, oh, he's had his YouTube channel for quite a few years now. Um, and over lockdown, when AW was still producing content, he would always be producing these vlogs. And it'll be him on the road. It'll be him like literally in a hotel, fucking wrestling people in his hotel rooms. Um, and then I was just like going back through his channel. And he's got like when he faced Rey Mysterio at like this random indie show. Um, and he gets like loads of people involved who were in AW involved in his channel. Um, so someone like uh, Marco stunts always in his videos cause they're really good friends and it's sort of like people who he travels with. Um, so I'm nominating Sammy Guevara um, purely based on he, if he was to put this gimmick in the ring, he could nail it, but that's my gimmick. So um, <laughs> for I'm, for like Sammy Guevara. I also, I also, I also love Sammy Guevara. So I'm nominating Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, I'd be are. happy. I'd be happy to concede to Wrestle Talk out of the other two. Yeah, I think they've had a good year. And I, yeah. I, I've watched a lot of the parts for known stuff with the booking parts and whatnot. Very good. Yeah, because we yeah. watch other stuff. Do they do the videos where it's like if Vince McMahon died? This yeah, is yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. what if Vince died, or like you know the psychology of the fiend? Yeah. So they broke down like every little aspect of the fiend and like why the psychological horror works really well and like. 
how Adam would book this, that, and the other. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. All right, so the Top 10 Wrestling Award of Excellence in Content Creation goes to Wrestle Talk, a very prestigious award sponsored by a very prestigious person. Anyway, we go up next to the Journey of Wrestling pay-per-view of the year. And this is a real-life pay-per-view, not the ones we booked. <laughs> um, do you think we can actually get Journey of Wrestling to give us a little uh, certificate? Do you think we can ask them? The certificate. I, I, I don't <laughs> know, <laughs> probably not. I reckon they could. Give us a certificate. A and certificate we can, of what? And we can frame it, like, if we get the sponsor. Uh, they don't, it's not a real sponsor. Um, because they'll reply to us on Twitter, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it is. It is a real sponsor. I contacted all these people. Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, listen. All the shoots and Joe's budget went towards these sponsors. We can't film episodes for the rest of the year because of all these sponsors. We lost our budget. Yeah, uh, who would like to start? Pay per view of the year. Who would like to start? Uh, Frog, do you want to start us off? Yes. Um, so I'm gonna go in the deep end here. I'm gonna go for Royal Rumble, uh, twenty. 20 because I, I had that was, noted down as well. This was this was like the last live event I ever went to. Well, I wasn't there, but you went Sean, you went to it. No, I wish. No. Me and Sean uh, went to uh walkabout in Manchester and they do pay-per-view parties all the time. So I've always wanted I went to WrestleMania uh, 2019 when Kofi won. Um and yeah, we, we decided to go and it was a brilliant night. We just sat in a booth with a bunch of like near wrestling fans just getting pissed, eating wings. Um, We won some merch. And it was just the environment of being with people again. Because it's been, 2020 has been wank. It's been a shit year. So basically you've nominated Walkabout for pay-per-view of the year. No, no. I've nominated (laughs) Royal Rumble also because... Yeah, what happened at Royal Rumble? Right, let me run run down the card. You know what? The Royal Rumble match was one of the best in a while. Easily, easily. One of the best in a while. Just And and then the result of Drew McIntyre winning the Rumble, becoming the first British champion um, and the first British person to win a Royal Rumble and defeating Brock Lesnar as well in the Royal Rumble. Um, And that was when um, it was like... King Corbin versus Reigns in the Falls Cut Anywhere. Which is a ridiculously good match. It, was it had really, no right to be that good. It was but really there was funny. also Becky versus Asuka on that show, yeah. which was very good. Was. Charlotte uh, winning the... Trying... Bianca Belair in the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, she yeah, she just destroyed sick. everyone. She's my yeah. pick. For she this looked great Rumble. in that match. She is. She... Um, there was Bailey and Lacey Evans, which was average. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend on the was strap actually, match, which was, was brutal. Match, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think all in all, that pay per view, the card was very good, and just being around other people it, like who enjoy wrestling just gave me a feel of like <laughs> hope, yeah. So, so that's a few ex- times we, we could have done that this year, yeah. That's my nomination, great. There's right, right I, I'll go next. My pay per view year was AW Double or Nothing, just because sure. it was, I think it was the first. Because I only started watching AEW this year, and I think this was the first AEW pay per view I watched, and it just—I mean—it just blew me away. And I think it still—I think it still stands up. Like you had best friends versus private party, two tag teams who always bring it. You know, you had matches like Hikaru Shida beat the uh, beat Nyla Rose to become the second women's oh, champion. That was, a, that was a really good match. Moxley versus Brody Lee. We mentioned at the start another fantastic match. We had the, the casino ladder match, Brian Cage debuted. You know, we had the, the thing with Darby Allen. There were some great spots there. And then, of course, we had the stadium stampede match, which 
I don't need to tell anyone, was pretty damn good. You're not, you're not mentioning the best match on that show. Um, Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. <laughs> yes, that one lasted a whole a three minutes burner. and 20 seconds. What a bomb What an absolute... Yeah, that's, a, that's a good nomination, that. Yeah. Very good, very good show, that. Uh, my my nomination is also AEW, but I feel like this one won't win. So I don't think you guys have even watched this show. I'm going for Revolution from oh. February last year. It had a crowd. It was actually one of the pre-COVID shows. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head the card. I mean, you had Darby Allen, Sam Guevara had a really sick match. Omega and Page versus the Young Bucks was incredible. Oh my yeah, God. the match. Is um, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moxie versus Jericho. They had a really good match. Yeah. Uh, and even just like even behind the pay per view, like that, the build to that pay per view was one of the best builds in a while. Like that's mm. when Cody and MGF were feuding, and that's when like Cody was just untouchable at that time. Yeah. Like the this, this stuff he was doing. Uh, See, so yeah, I've gone for Revolution. That's fair. Um, I think you're right. I've I've not seen Revolution fully because I said the first yeah. I started watching for Double or Nothing, yeah. but over Christmas I did finally watch that. Um, Young Bucks versus Megan Page, yeah. and oh my god, that yeah. was phenomenal! Yeah, such a good match, man. But, Spoiler alert: I will be talking about that match later. I am oh. gonna, I am gonna we'll talk about the match later too. <laughs> With my shoots and jobbers priorities being the leader, um, I'm gonna override your vote, and I'm gonna go for Stadium Stampede here. I think, well, the, sorry, the double or nothing. Yeah, I, nothing. I was gonna say double or nothing too. Yeah. Out of the what you two, so. I'd be very happy given that um, paper of the year. And I think we should definitely give, when it comes to it, uh, Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes can win match of the year too. To oh, well, that's, it. yeah. I thought, we'd agree. I thought we'd agreed on that. So who sponsored <laughs> who sponsored this one, sorry? The Journey of Wrestling, paper of the year. Yeah. The jobby goes to double or nothing at 2019. Or 2020. <laughs> Not 2020. <laughs> anyway, the next one. Uh, I, I made this next category at 3 a.m. It was a late category that I added, so I don't know what this sponsor is, but this is the this is the Ray William Johnson breakout star of the year. Ray William Johnson, <laughs> fucking hell. He was Damn. someone who let, he carried YouTube. Now listen, Jeez. let me start. Let me start with my breakout star of the year. Okay. Eddie fucking Kingston. Yo, I did not think of that. That's a fair Eddie show. fucking Kingston. Oh my god. That's, yeah, that's, that's a very. Fair I can. Show. Yeah, I think that speaks for itself. Did you see the Brody Lee promo we did? Yeah. Is yeah. is that he's a locker room leader right there? Like that speech is incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair shout. I mean, I I, I was going to go for Kyle O'Reilly because I think he had a very. Oh, actually, fair. Like as a single he had, star, he he did have a breakout year this year. This, yeah, this year was his big year. He was sort of the person who stood that. out the most in in uh, the undisputed era. And uh, last night we had the match, which was um, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly, which, um, according to reports, um, well, I've seen the match. Um, <laughs> it was fucking brilliant, and people yeah, I heard it was very good. One of the twenty twenty top matches from last year, basically. Yeah, I, I was watching AEW last night. NXT happened. and AEW. No, I know it happened up. this year, but people were considering it as better as some of the matches last year. Yeah, NXT and AEW last night just decided to have two match of the year contenders already. Literally. Alakar O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix Omega. And you know, I actually watched um, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. I actually switched. Yeah, apparently Rhea uh, well. Really anyway, we're rambling. Uh, Sean, who do you nominate for Ray William Johnson, Breakout Star of the Year? My Breakout Star isn't so much breakout as 
Kingston and O'Reilly. But I think this was a it was just a, a clearly a massive year in his career. I'm going for Drew McIntyre. Because not that he was necessarily a breakout star, like we all knew who he was. Everyone knew he was good. Uh, but it was just that this was his his year. It was his year. It was the year after, yeah. you know, he all his story, his entire career has led up to this, where, you know, he was the chosen one and then he was in 3MB and it wasn't too good. He left, he went in the Indies, he came back, he reinvented himself. And then this year was the other, he, he won the Royal Rumble. He eliminated Lesnar. He beat him at Mania. He held the title for six, seven months. He lost it. He won it back. He ended the year as champion. And it just, this entire year just put him in the limelight of, oh, here's the next big thing. And th- that was why he's my breakout star of the year. See, I'm going to... I don't know about you, but i got to stick with Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for Eddie Kingston as well, purely because I think Drew should be male wrestler of the year. Yeah, that's not... fair, but I didn't put him there. Well. Yeah, that, yeah. Him something. So yeah, yeah should we go for I Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, what a year he's had, man. I was aware of him, but I'd never seen his work before. Mm. Uh, right from the moment he answered Cody's open challenge, I knew this guy was incredible. Like, he, he had the best Cody open challenge match. Like Yeah. And he's uh, tearing seams. He's tearing yeah, anyway, holes in this in this in the in the circuit. Anyway, next up is the tier four lockdown feud of the year. I actually got in contact with Boris to um get this sponsorship sorted. Uh, so feud of the year, the two people or teams, factions, whatever, had the most compelling feud. Uh I actually decide I'm between two, so you guys can go first. I'll see if you say one of my head folk. Mine is uh, WWE versus Retribution. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, it's uh, mine is Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose. Um, oh, you know what? That's actually a shout. Yeah, because, because it was such a personal rivalry, and both of them did such a sick sh- a sick job with that rivalry because they're both quite underrated. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, and you could tell they're best friends because when we had Hustle on, he was on about how hard they went and you could see that. Yeah. And I think if it wasn't for like, if Sonia didn't lose, I think Sonia would have had a really good run. And I think she could have been, uh, she could have been a champion within later. Uh, she's end. back now. So she, she is back. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see so, her back. So I think that, uh, yeah, that's my feud of the year because it was a very personal one because they've been together ever since they debuted. Um, and it ended perfectly. I don't think I don't think they did anything wrong with the way it ended, other than a few sloppy moves. But there was still some painful moves in there. So yeah, yeah that was my feud of the year. Great, nice, good, good choice. Uh, my feud of the year is the elite versus themselves. Just oh, the yeah. whole because I think that is something that has really stretched the entirety of 2020. Like I said in Revolution. Back in February, there was Omega and Page versus the Young Bucks. That was the feud was going in. Remember, you said the feud going into that uh, pay per view was was top notch. That really was yeah. like the, the hangman stuff was hangman just, sort yeah. of on the edge and Omega sort of caught in the middle. And you know, Young Bucks. It was all it was such great build. Great. And then that went the whole way through all through lockdown. You know, there was still that is Omega is Hangman going to turn? What's happening with Omega? The young bucks were turning heel on FTR at all. And then finally we had, you know, Omega with Moxley, you know, what he did to Moxley turning heel, stealing the championship, see where that goes. So I just think the whole just the elite 
I mean, anyone from the Bullet Club just tells amazing long-term stories. Yeah, so that's it for me. That's a really good shout. Um, for me, I've also got an AEW one. I had two AEW ones I was debating between. Originally, I was going to go for Kingston versus Moxley, but after mentioning it earlier in the show, I, I, the build to Cody versus MJF, like just, that uh, was amazing. I mean, that had something every week that was just so good. Like the lashing segment, uh, Cody versus Wardlow in the cage match where he hit the moonsault at the top of the cage. Mm-hmm. There was something every week for that feud, and I think I got to go with that. Uh, even though the match in the end wasn't like amazing, it was an all right match, but just for what it was, it, it ran from full gear 2019 to revolution in 2020. Really good stuff there. So I'll give it to that. Fair shout. Fair. Right. So now we scrap. Now, now we, we scrap. scrap. Now we have a scoop scrap for the. Uh... I'm, I'm going to be honest right. with you. I think, I think I'm going to have to stick with the elite. No. Uh, I, I, I was going to go for the elite as well. You know what? No. Yeah. I lost. Well, even was yours again, Man Euro, Sonny Deville. So, yeah, that's a good shout. But it was a good not... shout. They're all three good feuds. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh, the fact that the Elite versus then, themselves ran through the entire year and it's technically still even going. Yeah, it, However, it is still going. This is just like exactly, a chapter yeah. in the bigger yeah. story. However, exactly. we have got to remember that Otis appeared in, in this rivalry. In Who? This Who? Who? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck is Otis? Who, is, is he an indie wrestler? Or... I've never heard of him. Moving on. So, what was the uh, who who sponsored this award? Uh, yeah, this is the tier four lockdown jobby for feud of the year. The elite versus themselves is the winner. Brilliant. Glad to hear. Anyway, it. Next up, we have the Spider Man Two edited match of the year. Oh, so right. this is a category dedicated to cinematic matches. Any match that was edited, uh, any match that was like pre-recorded, and you know you can tell it was. Edited and you I know, think yeah. we can. I think we know the actual winner. I think we know what it's actually going to be. Okay, should we, we have any other ones? Should we all say it on three? Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, one, two, three. Stadium Fire Stampede. Fire 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 House. Oh shit! Oh, it's a stadium, stadium stampede. stampede. Oh no! Firefly Funhouse. This is the thing with the Firefly Funhouse. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't exactly a match. So if you're talking about the best wrestling match, then it's not that because it's not a match. It was. It wasn't a match. It was a work of art. Yeah, ex- that's that. That is how I would say it. Like if you're talking about what was the best spectacle, I think it has to be Funhouse. If you're talking about best e- best edited wrestling match, Stadium Stampede, I'd also say the greatest match of all time. Edge and Orton. Why the fuck's not winning then? <laughs> because it's just the Firefly Funhouse Fun was Funhouse. revolutionary. Uh, see, I, they, I, can't, I can't even argue. Once, two people, two people have said it. So, for yeah. once, WWE nailed I do a concept, right? Yeah. WWE knew mm. they weren't going to have fans. They had to do something different to attract people and get them interested again. And they did this John Cena Bray Wyatt, and they were like, "Oh, no one's going to be interested in that." And then they blew everyone out of the water. Literally, it was ridiculous. I still yeah, have no good. idea how how they managed to get that signed off on. Yeah. Like yeah. Vince McMahon had to look at that and say, yeah, I'll put that on at WrestleMania. Regardless if there's fans or not, he he agreed to show that on the biggest show of the year. That's insane because I've never, I have, it's the only thing that I can say I've never, I can honestly, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Never seen it. So right. 
Tom, you're outnumbered. I think we're going to have to go with Firefly yeah. Funhouse. Yeah, the Firefly Sorry. Funhouse wins the jobby for the Spider-Man 2 edited match of the year. Brilliant. Anyway, for the next award, uh, sticking with the theme of matches, the Salford Shopping Centre match of the year. Salford Shopping Centre? Ah, yes. <laughs> if you have been Salford Shopping Centre, you'd know that it's... it's, know. it's I'm, I'm going to live in the building there when I'm older. Uh, I've decided yeah. I'm, a li- I'm living it's in that building. Class. It really yeah. is. Anyway, um, should I start this one out? Sure. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, um, Omega and Page versus the Young Bucks. It was yeah. very early on in the year. It was in February, uh, and it managed to hold out as the best match throughout the entire year, I feel no, like. No, that's so fair enough. In, He's right. He's so fully right. I add that, that down to well. Young Bucks versus Omega and Page. Yeah, I watched it last night just to reaffirm if it was my favorite. Uh, it was, I mean, so many moments, just like the Hangman stuff, like him being wow. on the edge with it all. Oh, him hitting the one-winged angel on... One yeah. of the young bucks when Kenny Omega couldn't just the fucking the the kick out at one from the, the oh from the the beating oh my god that was know, fucking different that's the maddest reaction I've ever seen to a kick out like yeah it was it, I, I popped off so hard oh, and then bro, the, that fucking, was so good. the tease at the end of Hangman looking like he's about to go he's holding onto the ropes yeah yeah. Just, that's something that's why I it builds into you know the elite versus themselves. It like, was a psychology. perfect combination of wrestling and storytelling itself, yeah. like it all combined together just to have such a great match. Perfect. And it's For just why the tag division AW it just proves match. that best tag division going like highest, uh, highest score scoring tag team match on the Melter scale of all time. And it, I'm six pretty stars. sure 5.25, I think it got. I think it was it got, six. It got that. It's six. It's yeah, six. six. It's oh, the highest, it? highest tag it's, team he's ever given. It's the top three. It's it's the one that won 2020. Uh, and the only two above it is both has Kenny Omega. And Kazuchika and, Okada. And, and Okada. It's Omega Okada <laughs> and Omega Okada. Which is and then, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So I'm, I've got I've got the list off and it goes, the top one, two, three, four, five is Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega. What Kenny Omega is pretty good if if you didn't know us. Yeah. yeah what, a, what a guy. But anyway, my nomination. Who, what would you like to say? My nomination was going to be um, uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Very good shout. Very because, very good shout. Because. Um, it was also just on a casual taping as well. That's a thing. Of NXT UK. UK. Who the fuck watches that? I do. Um, you don't actually watch NXT But basically, UK. what happened was this match I was announced. I Ray and that's it. This match was announced like before, like it was months and months. Uh, there was, he became the number one contender for the uh, United Kingdom Championship. And then everyone was all, all of a sudden talking about Walter versus Ilya Dragunov, yet nobody had watched it because it was just on this taping. Um, yeah. and it was just brutal. I think that's one of the only words to describe it, really. It, it was diff- It was genuinely difficult to watch. Yeah. Like, it was actually, you know, kayfabe aside, there was no kayfabe going on nah. there. That was two men looking like they Beating were actually the trying to murder other. each other. But it was a it was really disgusting. I don't want every match to be like this, but God, for what it was, the one-off, it was yeah. a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing Omega and Page versus the Young Bucks wins. Yeah, it has to. Has to, has to. Of course I have. Yeah, that's anyway, um, Fergus, you're going to really like this next category. Yay. This is the Influence Faction of the Year. Yes! <laughs> My nomination for the match of the year was actually going to Yeah, be- I actually contacted um, Hassan. I gave him a bunch of money and he's let me... Uh, he sponsored um, 
Hell yeah. This award. Um, my other match of the year totally. would be the Influence debut. Um, but I thought no one really cares about that. So Who, Who's Influence? No idea. Anyway, who's your nomination for Faction? The Hurt Business. Oh, oh good, good shout. Nah, nah. Farouk, you can't say that. Tell me the first nomination you've got up there. <laughs> He's going to say Influence. The fir- no, 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 it's worse. T- what's the first one you have there? Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> you put that with a straight face. You're so fucking delusional. Nah, I How went... can you nominate? They won worst wrestler of the year, and you're nominating them for faction of the year. Yeah, he genuinely likes them. He's, he's being dead. I serious. don't. I don't like him. Um, no, I was going to go for uh, the undisputed era. Fez because Fez. they 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 carried the black and gold brand this year. And as I've yeah, said, I think like, they had a they had a lot more of a quiet year this year. They did, yeah. The previous ones. But I, I think they've been the faction of the year for the past like three years, yeah. but like, not this year. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't think of a decent faction, and I didn't yeah. want to go for another AW because also influence. We're not a faction, we're a brand. So um, yeah. Mm. Who? Yeah. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah, so I think Tom, the Hurt Business is a good option. Undisputed Era, I would agree. I think they're good, but uh, They've it's, had not their been time, their, yeah. it's not been their best year. Individually, it's been a bit just quite, yeah, individually, they started to break out more. So, my faction of the year is the Inner Circle. Just again, I think there's been really good storytelling going on the whole year. It actually it started off really well when we had like the stampede match and stuff like they were really in the limelight especially at the start of lockdown uh, then they went quiet for a bit and now they're kind of bringing it back with bringing mjf and wardlow into it and i like yeah. i like that angle going forward seeing what's going to happen so yeah i just have to i'd have to go in a circle i'm gonna i do, think i'm gonna I think go, in terms was... of segments and storytelling they've had the best year i mean like the dinner debonair and stuff like that was fantastic but I'm gonna go for the her business. I always sit with the her business because they have titles. They they yeah, all hold titles. 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 That's true. And it won't be and long the fact until is, get all of the titles. A faction's job is to elevate all its members. Uh, and since MVPs came in, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, they were barely doing anything before. And since the her business, there Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin. All Shelton Benjamin wasn't on TV. He wasn't on TV. Once Cedric Alexander was uh, the cruiserweight champion, both if they need to bring Ricochet in as well, they need to bring Ricochet back up. I'm happy with it just being them four. Honestly, they need they've all got titles now. MVP just needs to win the world title to make it. Yeah, I I, I would be so happy with that. They've got so much to do with it. Mm. Yeah, the influence faction of the year. The jobby goes to the hurt business. Anyway, for the next category is. The Robinsons Fruit Shoot Tag Team of the Year. Okay. Uh, again, I'll start <laughs> us off because there's a correct answer here. It's the Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I, I had a different one. Oh, who, who did you have? Who are you wrong? Well, I had the team that beat the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Oh. That's also fair. I they were a- tag champions for the bulk of the year. Fighting champions, defending against the best friends. Uh, they beat SEU for it, defending against the Young Bucks, uh, Kip Sabian, and that other guy who we can't name. Uh, yeah. And overall, they just defended it a lot. And yeah, I it, think that's, they're, they're I think that's fair. That that's fair. But I mean, the Young Bucks are just 
they've not had the title for as long. The titles were mm. as long as Omega and Page had, but they still have had a title, and they only got it at the end of the year. And so, who knows how long they'll hold it? So. You've yeah. just had the better matches, I think. Yeah, like, I, I, I have to lay down because two of you have said it. So I guess. Uh, no, 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 Who's yours? I was going to go oh. for FTR because oh. they were wasted away in WWE and they came to AW with a message and they fucking proved it and they. They've not had one bad match on AW since they've they've, they've gone. Oh, uh, that's the that's debatable. They they joined really late in that. Yeah, in I AW. think I think so if we're looking at a long I would agree, run, but what I have to say is that they did start the year in WWE. They were doing nothing. That's not their we... fault, but they weren't doing anything. Why, why? Their title reign was quite mad. I feel like honestly, hold, hold up. Why have we not mentioned the New Day? Right, because the New Day broke up this year. They deserve to be in the first ever Jobby Awards for Tag Team of the Year for breaking up. Because I'm nominating they were, them then. I'm uh, nominating them then. I'm, I'm, them. I'm nominating them and they're winning this award. So we're out of... No, they ain't voting for them. <laughs> right, I'm not voting for them. Oh, guys, <laughs> they deserve the Hall of Fame. All right, okay, well, now I have to figure out who's won because we all, we all right, put Okay, there's Young Bucks, Omega and Page, Farg, the we New don't Day. Care okay, okay, how about this? How about this? New Day is one... So number one, uh, Young Bucks is two, Omega and Page is three. We're not allowed to vote for our own. On three, we'll hold up one, two, or three on our fingers. Okay, we're so... Even though it's an audio podcast and they can't see, we'll okay. do that. Okay, okay. So right. New Day one, Young Bucks two, Omega and Page three. We can't vote for our own, okay? Right, okay. okay. All right, three, two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omega yeah. and Page, tag team yeah. of the year. Fair enough. Right, what's the next yeah, to category, all the, Tom? To, to all the audio listeners who couldn't see, um, I held up two for the Young Bucks and they held up three for Omega and Page. Yes, so Omega and Page, your jobby tag team of the year, sponsored by... Robinson's, Robinson's, Robinson's Fruit Shoot. We're down to the final two categories, starting off with the Bounty Female Wrestler of the Year. The Disrespect. Bounties, disgusting. Well, AEW aren't getting any of these awards. No, are they? Yeah. No. <laughs> you, you already know. <laughs> um, Tom, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I think the person I'm going to nominate is someone I could have also even nominated for Breakout Star of the Year. I bet you it's just. Morgan. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's someone who could have also been nominated for Breakout Star of the Year. Someone who I they were in WWE and they were just used as a jobber. And I never really thought anything of them uh, until she signed for Impact, where she has now won the Knockouts title twice, had a match of the year contender against Jordan Grace at Slammiversary. Uh, I'm going for Diona Perazzo for Female Wrestler of oh, the Year. That's a good choice. You know what? I didn't, yeah. I didn't think of TNA. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's fair. Uh, I think yeah, Impact deserves show. some love as well in this award show. And I think they've got that a is- very good women's division. Uh, Diona, every week, she gets, she's a bigger star. Uh, I'm just a fan of everything she does. That's a fair shout. Farag, who's yours? Um, I went for Sasha Banks um, because I think she carried the women's division for the year. Um, The storyline between Bailey and Banks was... She won every women's title on the main roster this year. There we go. Speaks for itself, really. So I'm going for Sasha Banks. Sean? Another fair shout. Uh, Mine is Asuka. She's not had the best year booking wise 
she's not been given a whole lot of like there was that whole thing with Nia Jax and all that yeah wasn't great <laughs> but she she did win the Raw Women's Tag Team Champ no the Raw well she won the tag team championships a couple weeks ago and nah, she won the Charlotte, yeah. she won the the Raw Women's she won that by default by winning the Money in the Bank yeah it's but hardly... she she also she she, she was... won okay she won the but Money she won in the it Bank back. she won the yeah. Money in the Bank match but so did Otis. Well, he didn't cash in. Who? But, who? <laughs> Either way, Ferg, she won. Like she, she won. She, she won the Money in the Bank match, and then she became the champion. Did she lose? And it? She won, won it back? again at SummerSlam. Yeah. She, she won it back again. The thing and is, then she sort of says, "Now she's a tag team." Uh, well, well, I would have gone. I would have gone for Oscar. We can't give it to Asuka. We just can't give it to Asuka. No, we can't. I'm gonna go with Deanna. The booking is out of control. The fact we'll is, she should be winning this. She should be the woman's division. Should I would be have, built around her. But, I would have yeah. given it to her a few yeah. years ago. I wouldn't have given it to her this year. Yeah, that that's fair. That's fair. I'm I'm gonna go with Diana Perazzo. You go Diana Perazzo. Yeah, I think he's right. You know, I think Sasha Banks had a great year, but I want to give Impact some love, so I'll yeah. stick with Diana Perazzo. Okay, I've been outdone yeah. here. Sorry, Sasha. But I think Sasha, Sasha Banks. Easily, I want to rewatch the Banks women's really year as well. I want to rewatch that now because it was great. Yeah, Sasha Banks was brilliant this year, I will say. But I think I think this year she'll be even bigger as well, depending on what happens at Mania with her. And yeah. like, this could be the year of Bianca Belair. Well, I mean that that's a that's a topic we can get onto. But yeah, the final, final, final award, the Tesco Meal Deal Male <laughs> Wrestler of the Year. I just want to say right now. I'm tweeting this out and I'm adding Tesco because I want a three pound voucher. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> people, always, people always do that. They tweet about Tesco and then they tweet like, oh my God, they gave me a three pound no, voucher. No, let's, whoever wins this award, we should fucking try and give it to them. Like, no. legit. You have whoever the worst idea. Whoever wins this award is a millionaire. No. I'm yeah, not, but I'm imagine, them imagine. I'm them listen, I had to pay Tesco a lot of money to get this sponsorship, yeah. all right? Imagine Drew McIntyre going. Come into Salford, go into Tesco and be like, I need my meal deal from the shooting okay, so, service. Bogus, can I take it that your nomination is Drew McIntyre? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Do you want me well, to explain? You, you've already kind of yeah. explained how good of a year he has. Yeah, yeah. First, first British world champion, first Scottish champion, first British Royal person Rumble to win winner, the Royal Rumble. Two-time champion. Very two-time good run. Champ. Started off as a massive jobber and he's someone who is clear to see evolved and he, he was the spotlight of the men's division in WWE in 2020. And me and Sean were talking about this the other day, the fact that Vince took it off him waiting for a crowd, yet he's still got it back. And and I don't think Drew's going to be this person to be a two-time champion and drop off. No. I think he's going to be a four-time, a five-time, a He'll six-time, a seven-time champion. He's going to be, yeah, he he's going to be here will. a long time. And I never... I don't see him as one of these people leaving WWE no. to go to somewhere like AEW because... No. AW wouldn't AW stars are too big. Drew McIntyre is the centerpiece of WWE right now. Yeah, he worked too hard to get back here to the top of the mountain in WWE. He won't leave. Yeah. And yeah. can I just say he has been and he's been a phenomenal champion. He see he's the first big champion I've seen in a long time who really really respects the championship. Yes. You can tell he's he 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 respects the championship. He he brings a sense of a sense of professionalism to it. He really brings everyone to the next level, I think. And he's an absolutely phenomenal champion. But uh, yeah, that's a good nomination for Tom. Who, who do you give? Moxley. Moxley's my nomination for the rest of the year. Yeah, Another PWI. Won, won the PWI 500, yeah. 
number one. Huh? He was number one in the PWI 500. Oh, uh, he was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, he won the title in February, uh, and for ten months he just talked his shit and backed up every word. He cut yeah. amazing promos, amazing matches. He was a fighting champion. Obviously, you have to remember that AEW only have pay per views every three months, but he was defending it quite often. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a match against Brian Cage. Brody Lee match was awesome. Lance Archer. He even had a, an awesome match against The Butcher. Like they had an awesome yeah. match, and of course, the Eddie Kingston whole feud and that match was incredible. Uh, and yeah, I think Moxley just, like I said, talked his shit, backed up every word he said, and yeah, one of the best title reigns I've seen in a while. Obviously, along with Drew McIntyre, is just a great babyface reign. That's another another fair point. Uh, my option, I'm going to have to go with the guy who beat John Moxie. I'm going with Kenny Omega. Because mm. Omega this year, I mean, you we put them as the, the tag team of the year. So he was yeah. in a fantastic tag team. He was tag team champ for most of the year. And then he won the world championship. And now he is looking like the hottest thing in wrestling. He's looking like he's going to do a belt collector run. He's yeah. finally heel again, you know. I said he's had some fantastic matches for a guy who is a singles wrestler. We've just been saying how, how many amazing tag team matches has he had this year. He's not even a tag team wrestler, really. He's a singles wrestler, and he he did that. And now he's the world champ. Uh, you know, he's also he's he's also the triple X champion. You know, I think he might he might hold triple X. Yeah, the, uh, the, the the yeah no the. Triple A. Triple A, that's it. That's it. God, I'm dumb. <laughs> XXX that's video. Triple X, sorry, Vin Diesel. The, yes. He's a Triple A champion. I think he might hold a couple other championships and other promotions. You know, Maybe. he's... Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Omega. Yo, I can't wait for the Impact debut in like a week and a half. Oh my him, God, I'm going to be watching Him that. in the same ring as the motorcycle machine guns. Oh, oh my God. Fucking God. Him and Alex Shelley in the same ring, him and Chris Sabin against each other. I'm going to come everywhere. What? AW and TNA are doing some mad things. Anyhow, anyhow, now we've got a decision to make. We've got three people who clearly are fucking phenomenal wrestlers, right? Uh, Kenny Omega, um, John Moxley, and Drew McIntyre. Here's what I'll say first. If I had to narrow it down to two people, I'd narrow it down to Moxley and McIntyre. Yeah. I would too, because I think Kenny Omega's had his. He 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 could have been. He's he only won the world title. He's always in December, been and yeah. the other two were world title, world champions for most of the year. Yeah, I, th- so, I think that's fair. I th- Sean, I how about how about Sean? You give the deciding vote. You decide yeah. right now, Moxie yeah, or Omega. Fair. Sean, let's just remember who is your breakout. Or Moxie or McIntyre. I mean, but okay, come on, he's doing. We're British. Um, we are British, Tom. Yeah, we but Moxie's British. a shagger, so. Uh, oh, right. Because, oh, this is difficult, right? Because I think Moxley had better matches, but Drew had a better overall year. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Drew. Yes, I'm gonna have to give it to Drew. He did it. I I think he deserves it. He deserves it. I would have any, I think any three of them deserved it easily. But yeah, I think Drew, I think Drew's a fair choice. I Who gave him we... break. I gave Drew breakout star because I didn't want to give him male wrestler, and I ended up giving him male wrestler anyway. So there we go. Yeah. That is our male wrestler. Jobby for Tesco Meal Deal male wrestler of the year goes to Drew McIntyre. But before we finish this off, 
two. I've got two surprise categories. Oh, for fuck's sake. Of course it does. The first category isn't really an awards category. This is just what I want to call the honorable mentions section. We all just go around, quick fire, name someone you think was an honorable mention, a match you think was an honorable mention, anything like that. So I will start off. The IC title ladder match from Clash of Champions. Yeah, who was in that? Uh, Hardy, Styles, Sami Zayn. Mm, yeah, no. yeah, that's actually very fair. That that's an honorable really mention because that match was very, very fun. That was a very. You've not seen it, have you? I have seen it. I it didn't think good. it was very good. What? Wrong. What? Ass. It was. It was so good. It was ridiculously good. Anyway, we're doing this quick fire. So name uh, money in the back. Money in the bank this year. It was just fucking hilarious. Money in the bank this year. Um, the winner as well, who we can't remember the name quick of. Quick fire. Move on, Sean. Uh, I don't. I don't know the guy. The uh, oh, I don't. I, I'm not sure, man. You put me in the spot. Uh, wrestlers, I like them. Okay. okay. Uh, MGF versus Jungle Boy. Oral mention for another good. good oh, that's mine. I could have said that. Charlotte yeah. versus Ripley as well. Another yep. honorable mention. Uh, War Games this year. Carlo Riley, the Undisputed Era versus uh, Team McAfee. Brilliant. Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I think Rhea Ripley in general, I think, had a good year. You know, she, yeah, she... she redeemed herself very well. I yeah, think her NXT run's sadly over now. Looks like it, yeah, but she, she was brilliant this year. The match was Io Mercedes Martinez. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, say Champerin Dexter Loomis. Champerin Dexter Loomis when Loomis beat Champerin something like 12 minutes. One of uh, Moxley versus Brody Lee from Double or Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the next category then, Tom? Uh, well, the next category was just going to be who would we like to see do well in 2021? I was thinking this. We should talk about this. Yeah, um, let's talk about our 2021 ambitions for wrestling. Let's just do that in general. Our 2021 ambitions for wrestling in general. Because I, what I was going to do was going to say who I'd like to see more from in 2021. And I put um, Ty Conti from AEW, the female wrestler, who right. actually, before I wrote that, she's got a match next week for the NWA Women's Championship with Serena on AEW. So if nice. she wins that, I'll be very happy with that. But I think she's got a lot of potential when I like I I would love to see... Um... Bianca Belair win the Women's Royal Rumble this year, yeah, or at least maybe the Money in the Bank. Um, and I would really, really like to see the Undisputed on the main roster because they've carried the uh, NXT brand for too long now. And I think it's about... But they've always been a part of NXT and NXT is no longer the developmental. Yeah. I would love... I don't want... They're not. I don't want them to break up. I would just love to see them on the main roster with big stars. But the thing is, on the main roster, there isn't anyone to face for mm-hmm. them. Other than giving Adam Cole a main title run, yeah, on Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, oh, oh yeah, her, her business versus Undisputed Era would, would be very good. Yeah, see, you say that I'd almost like to see them break up this year, no, because I'd almost like to see them all move to the main roster but separately. So the Undisputed Era has been contained to NXT. That was an NXT thing. They did it. They did everything they needed to do in NXT. Maybe they all come and do different nah, things now. But but when crowds are back, if they ever come back, the pop undisputed. If you the pop just be somewhat positive. The pop that you would hear if you were at the like, just think if you're just at a Monday Night Raw, the first Raw back, and you just hear shock, 
the system. Fucking mental. Everyone would go mental. And then if only Adam Cole... Taking over NXT, I think they need to um, do the next right thing, and that's take over um, NXT UK. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, my prediction for this year, God, let's hope there's fans. Let's hope AEW or WWE, someone brings a goddamn pay-per-view to the UK. Is what I'm in cottage. Let's go to Buck We nearly got one. You were so close. We were meant man. to get fighter fest. We should have got fucking. Uh, I'll never leave that down, man. I'll no. never leave that down. And then I need to. Yeah, that's it. My wrestlers I'd like to see more from. Not necessarily more from, but just like to see them take the next step. Um, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy would be great. I think you know he's a fantastic. Not as it. Not like. Not that he's not doing well. He's he's still doing very well now. Uh, I'd just like to see him get that bit of a push. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, I love. Uh, yeah, he's he's, ab- he's absolutely brilliant. The Jurassic Express, all around. I think I'd like to see them do a little bit more. I think they were really good. I'd actually say them for the last category, the under underrated or honourable mentions. Honorable I'd say mentions. them. I'd say the Jurassic Express. Uh, yeah, that's what I'd say. Also, uh, more from me, I'd like to see if Rhea Ripley is done with NXT. I want her to be the face of the Raw Women's Division. Yeah, uh, especially since that, they clearly yeah. don't want to do with Asuka. I think Rhea Ripley's the next best option because yeah. she's just great in everything she does. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, what else would I like to see? Uh, I'd like to see some more people that like, properly break out. I mean, you know, people like I'd, I'd like to see the money in the bank this year not go to fucking waste. <laughs> Yeah, and that's going to do well with it. And that's both yeah. briefcases. But Give the briefcases. He can't do well with it because if he does well with it, that would mean him winning the championship. You need to. Every, and Miz cannot to, be a WWE champion again. He can't. You need to give. You need to give the Miz a shot, right? You talk about. He had his shot ten years ago. Got- Let me continue with what I was saying. Give the money to the banks this year to people who can well, hold the briefcases for a while. Yep. Let's have the women's one last longer than a fucking day. Give yeah. that shit to Liv Morgan and let her just have shit. a great underdog run with it because yep. she's the perfect character for that. Yep. And give the men's briefcase to Samoa fucking Joe. Oh my God. Could you imagine the carnage if Joe had the That'd be dangerous. Yeah, you could really like make everyone's every the champion scene. Whoever the fuck champion How perfect would it be? Because every champion would just be scared. He would just come out with a briefcase just to fuck with people, just to scare them. Like, yeah. How sick would that he be? Just take the piss out so, of them. That'd so be good. good. He, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think I think that's that's it. We we all good. Any anyone else have anything to mention they'd like to say? Uh, yeah, there's actually one final award. It's actually. All the awards combined into one. So a male wrestler is nominated, a female wrestler, tag team, faction, a YouTuber match, anything could be nominated. And there's, the winner is actually pretty determined. The winner was um, Top 10 Wrestling. So, yeah, guys, thanks for listening to the 2020 Energy Rewards. Obviously, um, the Wrestle of the Year goes to Top 10 Wrestling. That's what the award's called, Wrestle of the Year. The, the ultimate lobby, Top 10 Wrestling wins. Now over 200,000 fucking subscribers. Come on, boys. Uh, you can change long time. the podcast, Fergus. You need to change the description now because uh, oh, it says I'm 200k now, bitch. Anyway, on a real, yeah, on a real, Tom. Well done for getting 200k. Yeah, we're well very, done. Very you finally did it, despite all the fake accounts I unsubscribed from. You did it. <laughs> we're proud of you. And sure, more to anyway. come. 300.
you know, I'm not thinking about numbers at the moment. Um, <laughs> I, I got to 200k. As soon, That's as, all you I get, as, to soon get. as you get to like 270, we're all going to take the piss out of you again. Yeah, I won't care. I won't care. It, it's well finished. Built. The bullying well, for two years well, straight well. is finished. I finally was 200k. I no longer care about numbers. I'm just doing YouTube. That's all I'm focusing <laughs> on right now. And so, yeah, anyway, thanks for a great year to everyone listening. Uh, obviously, we started the podcast last year. It was our first year doing the podcast. Um, Thanks, Shouts support. out to all the guests we had on, uh, Hustle Malone, um, Second to None, Elliot and Jordan Elliot Jordan. Uh, shouts out to, oh yeah, obviously, actually the final category was actually a Shoots and Jobbers host of the year. Uh, it was actually a tie between Sean and Tom. Yeah, I think that's a fair, I think that's fair, I think we can all agree <laughs> on that. <laughs> anyway, any final words before we head off? Thank you, everyone. Thanks for watching, and we hope to take. We really hope to take this podcast to the next level in yeah. twenty twenty. And though we may be in twenty twenty one, all aboard the Tamina train. <laughs>